RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Hello. All right. How's it going? Why not? Do a show at 4.30. Who's going to stop you? You're free. You're an American. You're a free American. At least that's what they tell you, what they want you to believe. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for watching, for hanging out. And I have a regular... I can't talk, so if you're a regular viewer or listener, you will understand that. Sometimes I just can't talk. Sometimes words don't want to come out correctly. But we have a regularly scheduled show every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we're rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. If you haven't downloaded the Progressive Voices app, please do it right now. What are you waiting for? Just do it. Don't even think about it. It's, it doesn't cost anything. And you have your pick of many incredible progressive shows. And you can listen to it all day. A lot of people get through this time in the United States of Serfs and Lords by tuning in to progressive voices from the time they get up to the time they go to bed. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, okay. Other than that, let's see. You can find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and also on the RDT Daily YouTube channel where we usually meet. Uh, during the week, I'll have different shows. They're all... Everything is up in the air. This is the thing. Um, they're not scheduled, so it's tough. It is tough to do shows when you don't have a regular schedule during the week. But one of the reasons I figured, hey, let me do a show earlier in the day today, because you never know who you will meet, who you will fi uh, you'll find a new listener, a new viewer who won't necessarily find you at your regular time. And the thing about what we do is that you, you can watch it on your own time. You know what I mean? Listen to, uh, subscribe and listen on your own time. So this is, for those who don't know, we, uh, the show is Tara Buster. I'm Tara Devlin. We, we, the show is, uh, described as unapologetically liberal talk. And I really believe, I, uh, maybe you disagree, maybe you agree, I don't know, without media without the liberal media there is no liberal media this is the liberal media by the way but without a liberal media we will have absolutely no chance of fixing this broken country and it is broken and it's not just because we have a few fascist mil militarized police running around no well more than a few that's not why we are in a class war and the rich have won all I ask, every, every time we do a show, somewhere along the line, I will ask, because I've been asking this my entire life, even when I was a younger person and I became politically aware, I would ask, how much longer? How much longer are we going to take it? 
It would baffle me. How much longer? Are we going to be bamboozled and fooled and, uh, I don't know, tricked into fighting with each other rather than pointing our anger where it truly belongs, at the top, at those who have us, who are sitting in the ivory tower, who, have, uh, who own the mechanisms of the conversation. They own the media, they own the government, and they have us at each other's throats fighting over the scraps. We are the richest country on earth, yet we are the least upwardly mobile. 40 years ago, we were the most upwardly mobile. How did that happen? Is it all of the sudden the American people decided, hey, F it. We're just going to lounge around here in our social safety net hammock that doesn't exist? Or was it government policy? Well, just like government policy created the first Republican Great Depression and the second near-Republican Great Depression, it also created the middle class for that 40 years in American history known as the Great Prosperity we had we had a progressive government that built the american economy from the ground up yes and it was a racist ass system cuz th- many of the new deal initiatives were uh in order to get buy in from the the southern dixiecrats the those the southern racists who used to call themselves democrats yeah okay It's not about Democrat and Republican. It is really about conservative and liberal. I mean, yeah, that's it. Conservative, progressive. Conservative and liberal. Conservative and normal people. That's how I look at it. Are you a normal person? Or are you a dupe of a con man, an agreed-centered cabal of ghosts and ghouls of the Gilded Age? that should be rightfully left in the dung heap of history while we move forward together and, f- and fix the problems that we face. And it's not that hard. It won't be that hard to fix them. You know what makes it hard is that the people don't understand. They don't know what's wrong. They think that, Oh, it's somebody gets an extra $16 in their welfare check. That's the problem. Someone's getting over. They're taking advantage. Oh, here comes a caravan. They're going to come in here and take my jobs. They're going to come here. They're here to uh, attack. Ridiculous. That's the game that is being played. Fighting amongst each other over the scraps. Tickling racist funny bones. This is what Republicans have done. Conservatives, they do this deliberately. It's always been about tickling the racist funny bones in this country from the time that the rich seceded from the union because they wanted to own human, their human property. And they got the dum-dums to take up arms. It wasn't the rich on the front lines giving their lives, these traitors... It was, yeah, the white dum-dums, the dupes, who said they think they're a little higher on the ladder. So, uh, you know, that's how 
they have to protect that racist ass system. But it's easily easily manipulated by that kind of by racism. I mean, it just makes you a dupe and a dumb dumb. So we are trying as best as we can to move forward together, and it really has always been about the the rich against everybody else. That's the bit, that's the bottom line. The fact is though, if you are an American, and this is one of the other things I try to do on this show, is reclaim the mantle of patriotism. The fact is liberals are the patriots. The conservatives, even, I mean liberals created this country, progressives, whatever you want to say, progressives live, I don't know. It's the same thing in my opinion. Progressives created America. This is a progressive initiative, the United States, that dared to say, hey, guess what? We don't need an intergenerational aristocracy and a king. That's what the founders rebelled against. Not, what did they, I mean, they didn't escape an intergenerational aristocracy just to create one here in the United States. These were students of the liberal age of enlightenment. Those are the radical progressives who said, no, we, there's nothing more radical and progressive than throwing off a king and having a government of by and for the people. And granted, those people were in the, in the opinion and the minds of the founders when they said all men are created equal, they meant all men. Period, end of sentence. All white men. Not women. Not anybody who wasn't white. And not and even uh, not people who didn't own property. You barely had a, a say. So, we've, as we progress and try to create a more perfect union, here comes the, uh, the same old ruse that's always been played against the people fighting amongst each other over the scraps. And they do it to us. Um, what's, this is probably what is more, the most frustrating part of being an American is watch, watching my fellow American, those who, whatever, I have to share the same country with, share the same air with, saying, just falling for the same old trick. This, come on. Get re read a book. Read a history book. Start with the history of Western civilization. Turn off Fox News and read a book. Start there. Stop being such a dupe. Cheering your own goddamn demise, constantly. And, and the, the saddest thing, too, is that you have to take everyone with you. If only, if you want to secede now, frankly, go. Go for it. Secede. Go galt. Whatever you do. Shrug. Hurry up, Atlas, and shrug. Just get, a, get the hell out and go galt and create your own, your own little, I don't know, you're, you're already in your own bubble, so why not just put a wall around it? You're unfit. And I don't mean physically that you can't do 10 burpees in a row. That's probably true, too. But you're unfit mentally, spiritually, emotionally to hold a... To, to function. I mean, your leaders, whatever you, whoever you send to 
the halls of power. I mean, they're unfit. But somebody who is so unfit mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that they would send somebody like a Jim Jordan to represent them. Come on. Don't you have any pride? You have no dignity? You're going to send, you're going to look at Jim Jordan and say, that guy's, he's the one for me. He's the one that represents me? Well, that's a pretty sad state of affairs. It certainly is. We are a broken system, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to tell you, but it's not, you know, I, it, right out of, out of the chaos, out of the, 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 the brokenness can be, we can build something. We can finally build a country that works for all. If we wake up, everyone's in the streets. Well, not everybody, normal people. You know, when the right-wingers go into the streets, you, ever, you notice this, when the fascists, when the Trumpanzees, the dupes, the walking dumb scream and yell and they don't want to stay home in a pandemic because they need a haircut and they run and they overtake some state capital with their M16 screaming in people's faces without masks on because they're stupid. I mean, let's face it, but you don't see the National Guard called out then. Bill, Bill Barr, the fascist, isn't surveying the area. You don't have gen, generals showing up in BDUs while the National Guard is lobbing tear gas canisters at them. That doesn't happen when you're on the wrong side of history and the wrong side of democracy. That only happens when you are actually, when you're actually fighting for freedom, truth, justice, and the American way. Then the fascists come out in full force. That's the telltale sign. So when peaceful protesters, when the Black Lives Matters, Matter protesters, this is why they're, they're met with the heavy hand of the fascist um, abuse. There, there's nothing more American than standing up, than pledging your lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other, leaving no one behind. This is what I see. That's happening in the Black Lives Matters protests. And here's a clue, right-wingers, if you happen to stumble onto the show one day or whenever. When you say Black Lives Matter, you're really saying all lives matter. So saying all lives matter, you dismissive little ghouls, if, if all lives actually mattered, we wouldn't have to say Black Lives Matter, you freaks. Because when black lives matter, guess what? All lives actually matter then. I know. Isn't that? That's a lot. That's, a, that's too much thinking. And we know that Republicans, conservatives, they are scientifically verified low-effort low thinkers with low IQs. I don't know. I didn't make it up. They, they have... We got scientific proof. They do surveys. They do studies. 
oh, I know it's all fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news to the right-wingers, but come on, know them by their fruits. Right-wingers, look in the mirror. Look at yourselves. Look at who you made your standard-bearer. So I've been saying this for, excuse me, for generations, well, generations, I don't know, years, decades. I've been saying that Republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. I've also been, well, conservatives, let's say, conservatives. I've also, because there are conservatives in the Democratic Party, too. They have to go as well. So they don't, um, we're talking about real democracy here, not I mean, not one. I, I understand. We are a constitutionally limited democratic republic. We're not talking about the power of the mob, so to speak. That's why we have a constitution that limits that bullshit. But you know, so uh, I'm talking. I'm just saying that I'm not, I am not saying that Democrats are perfect. There's no, there, no, not at all. Anybody who watches the show regularly will know that. And they have to change, too. We have to really fix this country. We didn't get here overnight. We didn't go from the most upwardly mobile to the least upwardly mobile in 40 years because only one party wanted it. They found a lot of enablers and co-conspirators on the so-called left and in my opinion, you know, somebody like Nancy Pelosi, that's not a, she's not a liberal, and she knows it. She's not a progressive. I mean, maybe they call, they call themselves progressive now. You notice. Like, for example, Joe Biden, he says he's the most progressive candidate. He will be the most progressive president. I mean, come on. Less than 20 years ago, we have, we have the footage of him. decrying the liberals in his party going on uh, the floor railing against the sacred cow even social security that he would be one of those um, moderates who's willing to touch the sacred cows of the democratic of the liberals in his party meaning social security and medicare and how dare you okay there's one thing just just admit it, goddammit, and move on. Say, I, I changed. I evolved. Don't tell me it doesn't exist. I have eyes and ears. Whatever. I'm not trying to fight that battle. But the ba- the, what is the battle, then? It is... What I try to do on the show all the time is, in my opinion, um, reclaim... Well, not just, well, how do you put this? We liberals, normal people, progressives, we must reclaim the mantle of patriotism and call it like we see it. It is patriotic, what we're talking about. Medicare for all, it's not just a nice thing to do. It's not just moral. It is a patriotic imperative. You can't have a country... With this income disparity and upward immobility, where some people have health care, where some people can retire, where some people have living wages, where uh, I can go on, where some people have it all, why, while the most have nothing or next to nothing, 
It's, um, it's a disgrace. That's not a functioning society. It's not a functioning democracy. Not in any way, shape, or form. As Justice Lewis Brandeis said years ago, we must make our choice. We can choose democracy or concentrated wealth, but we can't have both. So what I'm here to say that we are upholding the mantle of patriotism and reclaiming it. Anyway, somebody's texting me. That's why I have to had to respond. I might get interrupted here. Reclaiming the mantle of patriotism. Hold on, guys. Someone's texting me, and I had to get back to them right away. This is the way it is. If that's why I ask everybody to. Um, become a patron and support the liberal media because ultimately what we want to do on the show on this show is to have a daily show not a sporadic show it's really difficult to build an audience and build a community when you're you know uh, people don't know when you're going to be on so I'm doing usually we do the show in the evening so this is kind of I feel a little discombobulated because we, um, it's kind of early to do the show, but I hope that we do find some more um, listeners and viewers who want to join our community because we have a really great YouTube crowd and chat room of incredibly amazing people who are, uh, you know, turning into more than just viewers. These are people that I are, you know, know. I feel like I'm getting to know them and what is the purpose of life, really, except to build a, co a community. And we're all dedicated to uh, making this, doing the best we can to make the world a better place. Isn't that the mission, ultimately, to... Um, this is why I know that we will win. We are on the right side of history and the right side of humanity. Oh, look, we do have some people in the chat room. Let me see what's happening. I assume that nobody would be in the chat room. What am I saying? Nobody. Let me see who's here. Hi, everybody. It's early. Andrea, hello. Ed, hello. Slow tree. Hello, Jabber Monkey. Hello, Daniel. It's nice, right? A little earlier. Getting together. Ed, hello. Feels weird to me, though. I feel off for some, but the sun is shining. The cats are fed. Ah, it's kind of it's good though. It's nice. So if you're watching the show on any other channel, come on over to RDT Daily Media. Well, this is where you go. Go to youtube.com slash C slash RDT Daily Media and join us in the chat. That's the chats I'm reading. There are We're streaming on other platforms like Facebook and Twitter, but I only, um, there's a, that's too many chats and I don't have uh, any App. Maybe there is an app that would consolidate them all. Uh, anyway, I have a Restream app 
but it only does it doesn't work all the time i have to tell you it only shows me youtube anyway so we wanted to what what, what i saw today we let's talk about because uh, what i was thinking uh you guys probably saw that bolton's book came out and i um you know what well he's a traitor He's a traitor, not because of going against Trump. Now, isn't it fascinating? So many things happened today. This is why we need a daily show, frankly, by the way. There's just so much going on. And there is also so much at stake. It's the truth. And we're not going to get there without having the American people, having the, the, the hearts and minds of the American people. And that's what we're here to do connect with them, to talk about history, to talk about what it means to be a patriot, to reclaim the, uh, the dream, even though it was written by hypocrites and racists, homophobes, misogynists, white supremacists, yes, but these, they, they all, um, you know, the pursuit of happiness, the uh, e pluribus unum. These are enlightened ideals. And we can still, we, we have the birthright. That is our birthright to bring these, um, to bring it to fruition. To have a country that works for all. There is nothing more heartbreaking to me than looking around the world and seeing seeing this this broken country in comparison to every other other country now let me not that every other country is perfect we understand that that it's not but we are far far from perfect and we have a lot to learn it's not just usa 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 when you don't like what you hear you just put your fingers in your ears and chant usa that's not how a functioning adult behaves. Children do that. This is why this country needs to get rid of its freaking conservative albatross hanging around our national necks because they are infants challenging each other to fights, to wrestling matches. They have a, a literal, a giant uh, 75, Five year, I don't know how old he is, 70 something year old con man with the emotional maturity of a 10 year old. No offense to 10 year olds. He's, it's unbelievable. Bolton comes out saying he's unfit. Yeah, he's unfit. Thanks. Welcome to reality. But we have a lot of monsters in this country that don't give a shit and they'll just go along at like, uh, I guess, like it has happened in every other time in, in abhorrent human history where sycophants went along and they certainly found a lot of willing co-conspirators to turn their backs on their country, to, to not say anything, to just try, you know, all about them, not worry about the countries that they live. I'm just, I'm thinking of in Nazi, the Nazi Germany and Nazi takeover of Europe. And in many countries that were invaded, 
France, in uh, Czechoslovakia, in Poland. The Nazis everywhere found willing collaborators to turn their fellow countrymen in. A lot of people just wanted, hey, well, Nazis giving us jobs, so... Well, that's gone away. And this is the other thing about this country that's messed up. Um, because Just because you have low unemployment, here's the other thing. Now we have high unemployment because of the complete abysmal failure of conservatism. They are unfit to hold a goddamn wet t-shirt contest at the Jersey Shore, much less lead a modern nation. You understand that. If they had to... If they were charged with running a wet t-shirt contest, you know it would be rigged. They would demand favors. There would be a lot of backroom deal. It wouldn't be fair. They would get what they feel that they deserve, but nothing, it would be, it would be complete, a complete corrupt affair. This is how unfit they are. And the only reason a conservative gets into government is to rig it, give themselves an upper hand, to give them, to, to use government, to suck on the government teat. Nobody takes more than Republicans and conservatives. They are the takers. This is why they have to attack people who are on social, um, on social assistance, on whatever measly social safety net this country has and it is the worst of all of our western partners so don't do not be fooled we have the worst social safety net and it's also a safety net that with many many holes in it so that's another way they keep us divided but all over the world i say this on every show now since the pandemic that the united states is the only country that is experiencing this um, record unemployment in the pandemic. Why? Are we, are we dumb or something? And what gets me really upset is that they, the, the American people don't know this. They don't, I say this to friends, I say this to acquaintances, to my neighbors, it, by way of conversation. Why are we the only country? with 40 million and counting out of work. And some people don't know that. They don't understand. They think, I guess, the center of the universe, they are the center of the universe. I mean, Republicans, that's another thing. They are the center of the universe, but this is everybody. That's because the corporate media isn't talking about it. And I think it should be on every, it should be breaking news on every show, but what do I know? I just have a liberal talk show that that asks for patrons. If we had a sane world, the corporate media would be sitting in my living room. Well, not this living room, so to speak, but you'd have Katie Turr sitting here saying, please become a patron, while the real liberal media would be on everyone, well, millions of TV sets. Not, not in the United States of serfs and lords. But why is it? Let's see. Now, I don't know if you saw... The, there's a lot of footage coming out of Kentucky because they opened up the unemployment uh, office in Kentucky, and there's massive lines that last four hours. 
No, not four hours. What am I talking about? Eight hours in the middle of a pandemic. Four hours is bad enough. An entire day, people lined up. Let me see. I'll show you my screen here. Um, here we go. No, that's an ad. Let's rewind. Let's get rid of this here. Lined up online to get to go to the unemployment office outside the Kentucky State Capitol in Frankfort, Kentucky. Are you kidding me? Look at that shit. And the article, this is an article from KentuckyGot.com. Let's see. Adrian Whitaker, 25, one of the lucky ones, if you want to call it that. She left her home in Bowling Green after 6 a.m. on Wednesday and made it into the line that wrapped around the exterior of the Capitol Annex in Frankfurt moments before Kentucky State Police cut the line off at 9 a.m. She was one of the hundreds of people who came from all over the Commonwealth for a chance to speak to a human in hopes to reviving their stalled claims for unemployment benefits during the coronavirus pandemic. The first person arrived at 5.20 a.m. So by 9 a.m., they had a line that was eight hours long? Some brought books, others lawn chairs. The line hugged the little shade that could be found in the parking lot. People swamped their unemployment oh people sorry about that people swapped their unemployment horror, sto horror stories Whitaker filed for unemployment on May 1st and her claim has been under investigation since then like most people in the line she's never been able to reach one of the tier 3 employees those few coveted people who are supposedly able to resolve your unemployment claim in minutes they told me it would be worth the drive, Whitaker said. A protest by uh, Tuesday by angry people that their unemployment claims haven't been processed forced the state to set up an, un an impromptu unemployment center in the Capital Education Center next to the governor's mansion. The news quickly spread on Facebook groups for the unemployed where people share secrets on how to actually talk to someone from the unemployment office. Amber Downs, 26, of Lebanon, arrived around 2.30 p.m. and was directed to go find a group of state employees where she could put down her name and the hope of a phone call. She said they, she had no idea about the state's pop-up unemployment office. It was like it was a secret, Downs says. Angela Hazlitt and her fiancé, Jesse Krasinski, Heard that the state was seeing people on Tuesday. They left their home in Benton and drove four hours to Frankfurt, but they didn't arrive before the line was shut down around 4.30 on Tuesday. All they can do was leave Krasinski's name and number with the unemployment staffers after deciding against getting a hotel in Frankfurt because they had a, a, a dog with them. Hazlitt and Krasinski drove the four hours back to Benton on Tuesday night. They barely slept and hit the road again on Wednesday morning around 5. By the time they arrived in the Capitol, the line had been cut off again. This is just the worst luck in the world, Hazlitt said. Look at this picture here. These people. 
I wonder how many of them voted for Trump. It's not his fault, though, right? Nothing is Twitler's fault. Nothing ever is his fault. Imagine if it was Obama in office and this abysmal unemployment problem was happening. What do you think the Republicans would, de- would be doing? Would they be celebrating the success? Talking about the, a catastrophic success, remember? Now, Iraq was a catastrophic success. Now we have a catastrophic fucking successful country. Everything that conservatives touch dies. Everything. It's not just Twitler. I'm telling you, everyone, I hope you pay attention. Everything that conservatives touch turns to crap. They are unfit. This is, uh, doesn't have to be this way. Krasinski has been trying to get unemployment since March. He left his job at Papa John's because he was worried that the restaurant wasn't taking enough precautions to prevent the spread of COVID-19. His boss disputed the claim, which has held up his money. We just sit in limbo, as let's say. Well, you're supposed to die. I mean, this is Papa John you're talking about. He's another right-winger. I wouldn't eat Papa John's pizza if I was starving. And that's the truth. I would never. I don't try, I mean, a drop in the bucket, yeah. But I don't frequent these fascist right-wing businesses. Or at least I try not to. Someone said to me, because you guys know, one of the things I'm, I do, I work, uh, well, what I'm trying to do is the show, you know, I'm trying to do, get to the point where the show can be a daily thing and that will only happen with the patrons, enough patrons, but we have a long way to go. That's what's so sad, frankly. Not about, not just personally sad. It's sad in the country that we have to, that the liberal media is... Uh, needs so much help in that way but I work as if I'm a freelancer I'm in the I'm on the front lines with everybody here trust me we uh I talk about it on the show we're in this together this is for real I'm not kidding around but so I work um in television I work for different tv stations I've been a freelancer for a decade now this is the one the, the new normal in in the country. You know, I'm lucky I have uh, whatever skills I work. I do, um, you know, but this is, well, this is how it is. No, they don't, nobody hires. Everybody hires freelancers because they they don't want any connection. They want to be able to cut you without having any, uh, having to pay benefits, having to pay. I mean, this is how it is. But somebody asked me once, would you, what if you were starving? Would you work for Fox News? Never. Never. Um, I guess I'm, I don't know. Not that, I'm not trying to say. Some people, they have different levels of what they can tolerate. I'm sure everybody who works at Fox News isn't a complete asshole. But I, I couldn't be part of it. This is why I wouldn't eat Papa John's shitty pizza. Well, especially in New York. Why would you eat that? I live in New York. We have nice, delicious pizza on every corner. Why would you eat that shit? 
Papa John's from a from a right wing freak putting money into the pockets of some right wing freakish oligarch. This is part of the problem that we need. Well, that we have this country where CEOs are earning 400 times more than the lowest paid workers when the workers are the are the real investments where the what makes the world go round what would they do without us they couldn't get by i don't care how many goddamn ideas there's nothing innovative about papa john's give me a break these people it's about time that the american working class yet again have some dignity we are we have more in common with each other every worker in this country if one of us is exploited we are all exploited we are all in danger will we be able to write this the problems though of this country without being unified without the without a liberal media without the zeitgeist of the age changing, turning into uh, uh, the understanding that we are in this together. This is reality. That's why they keep us divided, and that's why they bust unions. The last thing they want is, uh, you know, democracy in the workplace. Oh, boy. Oh, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Oh, even on four, even at five o'clock, we're getting super chats. That's nice. Maybe we'll, I don't know, find some new listeners and viewers. And if you're unsure, if you're coming through, you're just passing through, you see the show, you're like, who's this bitch? What is she talking about? Just come over to YouTube to youtube.com slash c for channel slash rdt daily media and hang out with some of the greatest chat room people i've ever met <laughs> they'll convince you you'll you you won't be able to help but keep coming back that's for sure but because we're this is unapologetic liberal talk we're i mean I understand. We're in. We're we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy. And that's why Republicans have to pretend they have to surround themselves with all the accoutrements of patriotism because they are not patriotic. It is not patriotic to, for example, we'll get to this uh, with John Bolton. What he was saying that tr Trump uh, told. President Xi. First of all, he's not a president. He's a fucking dictator. This is another thing that pisses me off about the lib about the so-called liberal media, MSNBC, and every and CNN. The media in general calling Putin a president, as President Putin said, as President Xi said, he's not a president. These are dictators. Let's not get confused. But they are they're confusing the American people. It's not a president if you are the president for life. I don't care what they call themselves. Call them what they are. In China, in fact, they call him Chairman Xi, 
Why do they call them president here in the United States of serfs and lords? Why do you think Twitler and other presidents, it wasn't just Twitler. This used to drive me insane with Obama. He would call Xi president. President? That's not a president. No, they call them chairman. You know why? Because they don't want, they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to be able to fear monger about socialism and say, oh, socialism's like communism. They want you to go, oh, commie, commie, commie. And they want to have impact. They want those words to sting. Yet they also want to be able to uh, borrow money from China and get in bed with China and do business with China, no matter how abhorrent their government is. The way they treat their people. And Twitler according to Bolton, was saying, oh, great job setting up a concentration camp. President Xi. President? Give me a... F- it's like... what? It's an insult to everyone who ever fought, bled, and died for democracy to have our so-called president squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes on the phone or whatever with an autocrat giving him accolades for his authoritarian tendencies and policies. This is a disgrace, and it's an insult to everyone. And if you're not insulted, then you're not a patriot, goddammit. Then you don't really know what the fuck is going on. And I'm glad you're here then, as long as you behave yourself. But president? Stop calling him president. The dictator of Russia, Vladimir Putin. The dictator of China, Xi. Stop calling him president. Unless we get to the point, like it is in the United States of serfs and lords, where the, the title of president has no meaning. It is also interchangeable now with king. And I have predicted this. And I've said it before, that... This is what happens when any country turns to authoritarianism. Sure, we'll have the trappings of democracy, the trappings of a free, of a constitutionally limited democratic republic, but it will be changed. We'll still say president. They'll still have a flag. We'll have a waving flag. We might still even vote, but it will be gone. There will be no freedom. We will be effectively an autocracy. And it's coming. What do you think they're doing with the gerrymandering? And I brought up, it's not just gerrymandering. It's the undoing the estate tax. That's how they get rid of. That's how they reinstate an intergenerational aristocracy like the founders rebelled against. So, come on. Then this is, I bring this up, you know, just because, uh, like we were talking about in the, one of the other shows recently, how in Pompeii, when they, they, they excavated the town of Pompeii, and the Romans, like the people of today, there's graffiti on walls, they write on walls, they put advertisements onto walls, and one of the advertisements at the time, and there were many, so uh, at the time of the eruption of Vesuvius in 79 AD, the, um, there was an election going on in Pompeii because there were rival 
politicians vying for your vote. On the there were advertisements on the wall: vote for such and such, vote for you know whoever. The uh, he's a really um, good guy or whatever. So it's nothing has changed. But they st- also had an emperor. So they thought they were free, just like the Germans. They thought they were free. But everything has changed. They're not free. We're not free. And guess what? We're not. This is not a functioning society. It's not a functioning democracy. It's not really, uh, yeah, what a society? It's not a functioning society. When you have the majority of people are living check to check, how is that a functioning society? Near 80% of the American people are living from paycheck to paycheck. How is this a functioning society? Now, you tell me, everyone, you tell me whether uh, we're talking about the people in Kentucky who are online for eight hours uh, trying to get unemployment. You tell me if they know that the United States is the only country where uh, where where this unemployment is out of control that is experiencing unemployment in the midst of the pandemic you think they know nah of course they don't how come the corporate media they're interviewing them they're going there's enough people there to say oh look at this they have a camera set it up Oh, wow. Well, maybe that was just somebody's camera. That's probably what it was. Well, maybe not, though. I don't know where they got that footage from, but it doesn't matter. How, long, how much would it take for the corporate media to send their local affiliate out there to interview these people? Do you have any idea? Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Do you understand that the United States is the only country where 40 effing million and counting are out of work in the midst of a pandemic while corporations are reaping profits and their stocks are going through the roof? How is that happening? Come on. And this is okay? But we're okay with that. The American sheeple are okay with that. Are they? I know we're not because that's a sign of sickness. And if you're on the wrong side of democracy and the wrong side, you woke up on the wrong side of Reaganomics, and you think that this is a functioning society, then, yeah, well, I guess we, des- we get what we deserve because we're a bunch of dummies. That's the truth. I, I wonder, now let me look at this article again, this one from the... Kentucky.com. I wonder if if it says anything about how these people feel or if they understand that they're the only ones. Let's, let's see. I mean, that we're the only ones who are out of work in a pandemic. Let me see. Let me get to the end of this article. It says, hmm, the unemployment office will continue providing in person services on Thursday from Friday and Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Cabinet for Health and Family Services building at 275, whatever, they're giving the address, 275 East Main Street in Frankfurt. About 1,100 people were helped in person 
between Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, that certainly looked like more than a hell of a lot more than a thousand people on that line. If it stretched back for eight hours, and there were, it was thick with people. It wasn't just a straight line or just one person on the line, like in a row. Uh, our communication has not been good. It has not. Bashir said Wednesday. It's not. Where am I? It's not been where it should be. These are our citizens. These are my people, and we should have done better. There will be a separate line on Thursday. Yeah, you should have. But everything, the whole thing sucks because it rots from the head down. Twitler's too busy. Him and Pence, this fake Jesus-loving closet case, are out there trying to, telling people to just lie to the dummies. Lie to the dupes. That's why Twitler has devalued truth. Fake news, fake news, fake news. When the truth hits these scumbag, these, these Trumpanzees, they automatically reject it. It's fake news, fake news. It's part of the ruse, goddammit. Just tell, how, how gross. If that's not fascism, what isn't? When you have the leadership, instead of governing the country, effectively ha um, having policies that work and work for all, you instruct your dummies on your, on your call. Stupid camera. Wonderful. Fucking camera went out. See what happened? That's not a good look. The camera went out. Can you hear me? Yeah, but the camera's not working. Let me see. I hate that camera. I look like shit in that camera. Can you hear me? All right. That's not a good camera. I look like hell in that camera. I'm trying to get the camera fixed. Hold on. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I look like shit in that camera. I hate that camera. Ah. Hold on, guys. Let me see if I can fix it. Son of a bitch. Why isn't it not working? Come on, you fucking camera. This is the goddamn camera, you see? Why did it do that? Oh my god, Greg, get out of here! What the hell, Greg? You gotta be crazy, man. You just gave me an incredibly generous super chat in the middle of this sh shit show meltdown.
You're out of your mind, man. If you got it like that, I guess flaunt it. And I'm glad you are my, uh, the number one fan of this show. Holy shit. You certainly are. Let me see. Should I restart the fucking show? Or try again? Look, I, I don't know, man. I look like shit. Nobody wants to see me like this. It's not a nice look. I look like, I don't know what it is. It's like, not good. Is that really what I look like? Man. <laughs> the camera sucks. I'm so pissed. Why does this do this? And it doesn't sound good? It doesn't sound good. I wonder if the, if the microphone went out. Oh, yes. You know why? It is. You're right. It was... All right. Let me restart. You know why? That was... We, the microphone was picking up the audio, not the mic. I'm going to restart. Okay, it's going to be another five minutes. So when I restart, we will meet back here. Everybody, this is what you got to do. Go to get your coffee, get your tea, get your... Yeah, you know what happened? Because when everything crapped out, I don't know why it crapped out. And I don't know why it keeps doing that. In the middle of a show, all of a sudden, everything will fucking just crap out. Let me see. And... But what happened was the camera and and the 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 camera went out, but it started to um, the microphone picked up the camera mic, but not the camera video. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we're back. We're back. See, isn't that better? It just looks better. I don't look as orange. I don't want to look orange. Nobody wants to look orange. Like, Twitler doesn't want to look orange. I don't tan. I should probably... I don't know. I, mean, I have a ghostly pallor. So, yeah, no, it fixed itself, thankfully. I went on... Yesterday, I have to say, I was on Ron Placone's show, on his Get Your News On with Ron show, and he told me after the show... He showed me that how you fix the autofocus problem on this camera. Because he has the same camera. And that fucking autofocus was driving me insane. Because, you know, every time I moved or something would move, it was trying to focus on something else and it would just be a blur. And, yeah, I know. The worst thing you want to be is orange in this world that's the worst so he showed me how to fix it and i had to install an app on uh, the logitech app which i didn't know existed and then when i did that i was able to adjust it and now you see it's not auto focusing and that's good but right now i was able to for whatever reason get the camera back using the app as soon as i open the app it became an option again on Ecamm. So that's good. No restart required. And if we haven't lost everybody at this point, that's good.
That's why, you know, this show is keeping it real. We have to keep it real. This is what we're up against. It's all put together by bubblegum band-aids and prayers, frankly. It really is. And we do it. We do it anyway, I always say. We do it anyway. Even though it's not perfect, even though you have doubts. I'm talking about myself, not you. I have doubts. Maybe you have confidence. I wish I, could, I had some of that confidence. <laughs> I wish. Uh, well, that's why it does. It is infectious, though, when people have confidence. This is why we're we are um, an interdependent species. We're in this together. We need each other. We're built that way. We're not built to listen to only our thoughts. If that's the case, we'd be lost. My thoughts, forget about it. I can't go in my mind alone. Look, Francis. Special guest star, Francis. Oh my God, thank you, Steven. Oh, I can't believe you, Greg. What the hell, man? Greg is the number one patron. He's the number one super chatter. He's the number one fan. He calls himself the number one Tara Buster fan. And guess what? He's earned it. Where's Francis? Francis? Francis, come here. Francis is making himself scarce these days. Where is he? There he goes. Hi, Bobo. Come on over. <laughs> come here, Booby. Say hello. Look at him. This is, he's on my shirt. Francis. Come here. He's, he's suspicious. Why are you calling me over? Come here. Come here. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you don't know Francis, though, as I know Francis. He looks a little standoffish. He is. He's had a traumatic childhood, and but he's very affectionate. I guess that, that's what people say about their own cats, but he really is. Not like Tara Jr. Jr. Tara Jr. Jr. is off the charts. He is a person. Tara Jr. Jr. really does think he's a person. And, in fact, I think he's a person, too. And But Francis is a very affectionate cat. But not he's not, as, uh, he's not as much of a lap cat, you know? But that's only because he, was, he had a messed up childhood. He's damaged. He, he's got that trauma. And, that, and I get it. I relate to him. I truly do. That's why I, I call him my mystic cat, my Myoho cat, because I really get him. <laughs> we both had traumatic childhoods, and we have issues. I mean, I have issues. We all have issues. The U is off. What U? Something's wrong with my camera now? It's, in, it's for a new camera. I need to get a new camera now? Now you're telling me what I need to buy with your super chat? Is that what? <laughs> Maybe I should. Well, they're all this. This is not a bad camera. What's wrong with the camera now? It's not a bad camera. It's just that I wasn't using it properly. Let me see. 
If you want to research a camera, tell me which one I should get. You're very nice. Tara, you have beautiful alabaster-colored skin. That's... Jesus. That is a very nice thing to say. Because in my mind, I look at myself and I look like... I look like a ghost. When I look... I have a little red U. The camera's... Not bad. It, there is a little desaturation going on with the camera, I noticed. But well, I won't worry about that now, frankly. It's better. It looks better, in my opinion, than it's been. It's looked in a long time. At least I'm not all blown out, washed out, right? All right, let's get back to business. We have gone off the rails there for a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is a show where I'm like, hold on, hold on, everybody. Okay, I'm back. Yes. <laughs> it is Trump. It's Trump that makes me look like this. All right, let's go back to, well, what we were talking about before everything went to hell and the camera bugged out and the audio bugged out was we were talking about, making sure the mic is on, uh, the unemployment problem in this country and the 40 million and counting out of work. And another week went by another million and a half Americans filed unemployment. And does it matter? Twitter is over the pandemic. He wants to get back to, to brunch. I mean, he's like the, he's not just brunch. He wants, he wants to get back to bullshit. He's holding a rally in Tulsa on Saturday. He's going to kill those motherfuckers. I'll, I'll get to that video in a minute because there was a video on MSNBC where they were interviewing some people who are already there. They're already online. Okay? Waiting. It's like they're, it's like the fucking Grateful Dead or something. I'll try not to curse as much. It's not late. But it's like they're following Twitter around to his rallies. What is the point? His rallies are, they're not even interesting. This is what's so depressing to me as a human being, watching other human beings waste their goddamn lives. Going to be, all they are is the narcissistic supply of a con man. That's why Twitter had a real hard time during this pandemic because they, that's, that's it. He needs his narcissistic supply. He's not, he didn't have any concern about the 100,000 Americans who are dead and counting and the 2 million and counting who are sick. He helped create that. He made that. He doesn't care who's dead. It was about he needed to get back to his narcissistic supply. His rally dupes. They, as if he, he, he gives a shit about them? Are you serious? He doesn't care about them that so much that when they die, when they die from this effing coronavirus, he's not... He owes them nothing. He will take no responsibility. That's the conservative way. 
That's Republicans for you, the party of personal responsibility. Don't take any responsibility for the death, the d- destruction that they create. And that's how much they hate you. That's how much Twitler hates the people who vote for him. And I've made this case before. They say, oh, because I, I, I was telling you, you know, people say, oh, you have so much anger. You have so much hate. Why do you hate why do you hate us? Such a tolerant liberal, they'll say. <clears throat> Where's your tolerance? I don't have tolerance for intolerance. I'm sorry. It is the duty of every American, of every true patriot, to not tolerate intolerance. Okay? It is our patriotic duty to stand up to fascism, to lies, to idiocy, to ignorance, to greed, selfishness, indifference, division. That's our patriotic duty right there. They think their patriotic duty is to be a lickspittle of a con man. Guess we win. You know, okay, lickspittle of a con man, e pluribus unum. Uh, We are in this together. I think we win. That's the thing with Republicans. Even they like the society that we create for them, or try to, despite them holding us back. Trust me. They all have to pretend that they are as liberal as we are. This is what, how we know that in every heart, in every human heart, you know, regardless, even if they vote for these con men, they get it on some level that they um, that they're ugly on the inside. So they try to deny it and hide it and explain it away and and pretend that they are actually more um, inclusive, more diverse, more uh, caring than everybody else. You understand? But it's a it's a lie. They have to pretend that they're liberal. They have to pretend that they care about their fellow Americans or that they're not racists or that they're whatever it may be. Pick anything. Pick any traditionally liberal trait. But, you know, they're full of shit. That's how you know, though. That's how we know that we will win because we are on the right side of humanity. And they're only pretending. They have to pretend that they care. They have to pretend. And sometimes they, it, the truth slips out. Sometimes they can't pretend. It'll, they'll just say the quiet part out loud. Like, for example, when, you know, like, for example, speaking of when we talk about health care, they, they all say, oh, nobody thinks that, uh, you know, everybody, every, everyone feels that uh, you should get health care if you need it. Or, I mean, they have to pretend that. And, but they're full of shit. Sometimes, like, for example, when we were debating the ACA for what, uh, I don't want to go back there, God help us. And during one of their debates, they, uh, they asked, what would, what would you, what do you think if a person had no insurance, got into a deadly, uh, some, whatever, had a deadly accident or deadly something happened to them. Deadly. Something that was going to kill them if they didn't get health care. What, what would you do? 
and they didn't have insurance. And people in the audience yelled, let him die. I never forget that. That's your conservatives. Well, that's the quiet part out loud. That's exactly what they think. You know who people, you know, let him die. You know what they're talking about. Not them, not their family, not their friends. Yours or somebody who isn't them. It's all about them. From the highest to the lowest in the Republican Party. They are the center of the universe. Even today, when the Supreme Court, when it, was it today? Whatever. I don't know. Another fucking Supreme Court came out with, uh, say, oh, oh, yeah. Was it today? Yeah. That, that was, every day feels like a million years. Uh, DACA. The Supreme Court said that Trump is not able to immediately end DACA. The Deferred Action. How, what does that stand for again? Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. And what did Twitter tweet out? I get the feeling the Supreme Court doesn't like me. Yeah, because it's all about you. That's the Republican way. That's the conservative way. Doesn't like me? Yeah, that's it. It's not that we're a constitutionally limited nation of laws of a 320 million diverse people. No, they don't like you personally. Because you know why? He is revealing his hand there as well. This is how Republicans operate. And Twitler, he doesn't give a shit. It's all about Twitler. It's if, if for some weird coincidence, Twitler's, um, his agenda overlaps and coincides for, with, with uh, helping someone somehow or um, something good or decent, which is pretty rare, I know. But if it, for some reason, uh, happens to intersect, I mean, that's just coincidental. Everything is for Twitler. He is the center of the universe. Hmm. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to shut this thing. Hold on. I have to text somebody back. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> That's because I say, please become a patron. Please become a patron. Maybe one day I won't have to answer a text in the middle of the show. We can be free. We can have a show that that is a show. A real show. We'll have cats walking around. Don't worry about it. But we will have a real show. Shit won't go to hell. The, uh, the cameras won't crap out in the middle. Hmm. What was I saying? Oh, yes, Twitler. He's the center of the universe. And I'm just trying to find his Twitter feed. Hold on. Real Donald Trump. Ugh. Fuck him. Real. He's not real. He's a fucking... He's a, a hollow imitation of, uh, of human... Of humanity. He's not real. What is he talking about? Real. 
What's real about him? He's a fucking... He doesn't have real emotions. He's not a real husband. He's not a real father. He's a real scumbag. A real selfish prick. Real? Jesus. Really, uh, he's the, uh, he's, he's, uh, really trying us, that's for sure. Let me see, hold on. Where is it? Sorry, guys. Why can't I find, I mean, I don't, I actually don't follow Twitter on, on Twitter. Why? What's the point? Fuck him. Oh my god, retweeting Fox and Friends. Could you believe where we live? That we have, uh, we really do have a propaganda channel going. We have Fox News propaganda, right-wing fascist, America-hating propaganda going 24-7, and our other big media conglomerates are corpora corporations propaganda channel. The corporate, the less, you know, it's the... Um, the corporations that t put on their Twitter feed, we believe in Black Lives Matter, while lording over the least upwardly mobile, concentrated wealth, uh, serfs and lords nation, doing nothing about that. So, uh, this is why. Come on. We need a real liberal media. This is the liberal media, and it sucks, I know. Let's see. Based on decisions being rendered now, this list is more important than ever before. Let's see what he's writing about. Religious liberty, among many things, are over and gone. Fuck you. Is he talking about... Let me get to the beginning of this. Is he talking about gays? Religious liberty? Let's see. Do you get the... Oh, here's what, what I was trying to find. Do you get the impression that the Supreme Court doesn't like me? Anybody with a mind doesn't like you. Ugh. Ew. Ew. Tremendous rallies. Ew. Look at this. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. See, this is the day of his, sh the worst day in American history when Twitler was inaugurated despite receiving fewer votes. And look at the stands. There's nobody there. Only assholes. All white, too. Half empty. I guess somebody was trying to troll him. Yeah, there's nobody there. Nobody likes you, Twitler. Do you get the impression that the Supreme Court doesn't like me? Nobody likes me. Oh, yeah, the, and somebody tweets, next stop, next step, your taxes. That's true. Isn't the Supreme Court presiding over that case, your taxes? Well, while, uh, while we're on the subject, let me find this video here of, that I saw on MSNBC of these Trump Banzees that are waiting outside right now as we speak, waiting for Twitler. They're like, hey, here, here you go. I'll be your narcissistic supply. I'm a dum-dum. Let's go. Here, Twitler. 
than 200 members of Oklahoma's National Guard have been activated for President Trump's rally in Tulsa on Saturday, and people are already lining up to attend the controversial event. With a recent spike in coronavirus cases in Oklahoma, local officials are warning those attending to take precautions. Some medical experts have even recommended postponing the, ra the rally. I recommend that it, it be postponed until it's safer, until the data tells us that it's not as large a concern to have people indoors and in closed spaces. Anyone planning to attend a large-scale gathering will face an increased risk of becoming infected with COVID-19. Joining us now from Tulsa is NBC's Cal Perry. So, Cal, I'm curious what you're hearing from folks out there, because I know people are already lined up. Uh, when I was talking to the campaign today, they said, listen, everybody's got to take personal responsibility. They expect everyone to come in to be an adult. And if they think they shouldn't be there because they are in a higher risk, then they should not show up. What are you hearing? Yeah, people here are just, they say the priority is to see the president. They, I've asked people about COVID, and we'll do that just right now. Uh, but people here just think that it's worth it. It's worth the risk to see the president. She's wearing a hat that says MAGA women are great. Look at that shirt. This poor woman. Are you kidding me, lady? You need you need help, honey. What are you talking about? Well, let, let's just listen to what she has to say before I get crazier. Tammy, Tammy from Wichita. Tammy, I forgot your last name. Willard. Willard. What has you out here four days early? I know you were here yesterday, so yesterday four days early. No, I didn't want to miss a chance to see Trump in person. No? There's no I didn't. Um, I have grown to love that man. <laughs> so he's uh, he's meeting all our expectations, you know, that, that, that we had. Because whenever I first started hearing him talk, it was he, he talked to a normal person, a regular person. It wasn't empty promises, and I've seen him. Do it all. What about the coronavirus? So we're at an all-time high for cases here in Oklahoma. Are you worried about it at all? I'm not worried about the coronavirus any more than I am a regular flu. You know, I could catch the regular flu in a year. I could catch this as well. So um, I, I don't think it's any worse. They'll be handing out masks at the door. Will you wear one? Max, to wear them will be optional, but you will get one at the door. Um, I actually heard that it wasn't optional within, not because of Trump, but because of the building. Okay. But um, if, if it's required, I'll definitely wear one. I'll, I'll respect that. Tammy, thank you so much for your time. I really you're appreciate welcome. it. I, I'm going to give oh, you this. Oh, oh, oh yes, those, you're right. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tammy. You're welcome. Uh, so there you go, Katie. People out here, I will be honest with you, we can swing around and show. It's only a few dozen folks, um, and it is the same few dozen folks who were here yesterday. The group has not changed. And as you know, I know that you're overly familiar with these rallies. Uh, lots of stands, lots of people selling stuff out here, Katie. You see what they do? If you think there were a few dozen normal people online to see Bernie, let's say, they would send a crammer crew out there. It would be completely blacked out. No. But we always have to check in with the Trump Trumpanzees. Instead of vilifying them as the idiots, the useful idiots that they are. Who cares? Twitler is a con man. He's, he talks like a regular person. This is what she said. He's come through. He talks like me. He talks like us. 
I'm sure let's go set up right a meeting there. I would love to meet with the black caucus I think it's great and we had the most beautiful piece of chalk include the congressional yeah. black caucus and the congressional well I would I tell you what you want to set up the meeting do you want to set up the meeting no are they friends of yours I know some of them but I'm sure let's go set up a meeting I would love to meet with the black caucus I think it's great and we had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've ever seen and President she was enjoying it and I was given the message from the generals that the ships are locked and loaded. Look, he's a showboat. He's a grandstander. The FBI has been in turmoil. You know that. I know that. And I love all people, rich or poor. But in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? Yeah, of sense? course. This is a long time ago. Sold his company for a tremendous amount of money. And he went out and bought a big yacht. And he had a very interesting life. I won't go any more than that because you're Boy Scouts, so I'm not going to tell you what he did. Should I tell you? Yeah, he banged a lot of whores. Oh, you're Boy Scouts, but you know life. You know life. You know life. You know what it's like. Let's not make any more threats to the United States. class hooker with a heart of gold. They will be met. With fire and fury, like the world has never seen. This egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. On many sides. I think there's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about he talks just like us. I quickly ask her how she feels about signing a waiver. She says she's not worried about getting the flu. But for this, she has to sign a waiver to get in there, saying that she will not uh, hold the Trump campaign responsible. She would not have to do that for the flu. <laughs> so as part, of the, as part of the agreement to get in, when you clicked the submit, it said you, you signed a waiver saying that you couldn't sue if you were to get sick. What did you think about that waiver? Were you aware of the waiver? was told about the waiver and it didn't bother me a bit i mean if you get a surgery you have to sign a, a waiver i mean there's lots of waivers you have to sign for things especially if you want to be the dupe of a con man that you want to give your life for uh red white and blue Donald j trump the j is for jesus her had excuse me it says not maga women are great but maga women are special special meaning what developmentally disabled MAGA women are special yeah I think they're pretty special meaning not uh, that you know they need a little help I don't blame him you know you never know who's gonna get who's gonna get in and, and claim it's his fault Got it. But it's, it's not his fault. No. Okay. Thank you, Tim. I'll let you get You're back welcome. into your shade. I know it's hot out here, Katie. Okay. Thank you, Tim. You're welcome. You stay cool. Cal Perry, Cal, thank you very much. Always illuminating to ask people why they are doing something and whether they're worried. Cal. They're, who? You never know who's going to get in and claim it's his fault. Everyone's picking on him. Even though, you know, those people that they signed on to his university, it's, it's, not, it's not their fault. It was a con. All those dummies who peed into a Trump-branded cup and sent to some scam lab so they can get some non-FDA-approved Trump Network vitamins. It's not Trump's fault that those vitamins were non-FDA-approved and didn't amount to goddamn nothing. It's not their fault. It's not his fault that when black Americans went to go rent apartments in the Trump Tower that they were denied? It's not Trump's fault. It's not Trump's fault that 
he wanted to get rid of all the low-income tenants on rent con rent controlled tenants in his house in his apartments in his tacky apartment buildings that he inflicted a campaign of of harassment on old people social security recipients disability uh those on disability it's not trump's fault it's everybody's fault but trump's it's always our fault like hitler it's not it wasn't the hitler's fault that Germany didn't win the war. It was the German people. They deserve to die. That's how Twitler went out. He wanted to unleash hell on the people because they had disappointed him. They had let him down by not winning the war. It's never his fault. It's never the autocrat's fault. And the autocrat, like any cult leader, they need their... They're cultists. This woman is in a cult, a greed-centered death cult that has adopted the accoutrements of patriotism. She's sitting there wearing a red, white, and blue shirt, wearing the flag, by the way, which is a violation of the flag code. Let's not get technical, though. Not to mention it's a fashion catastrophe. But what does that mean? You think you're patriotic? This is what gets me so pissed off, besides everything else, is that I'm sick of these America haters claiming the mantle of patriotism. They don't deserve it. They never earned it. They don't know what it means to be a patriot, and they are the antithesis of patriotic. They are the antagonists of patriotism. They hate America. Look at their standard bearer. Someone who received fewer votes. On top of it, if they really loved America, then why do they love a party that consistently receives fewer votes? A party that, when they receive fewer votes and they squat in whatever electoral office, despite their fewer votes, they use that power that they illegitimately grabbed to ensure that no one could ever challenge their power so that they pull up the ladder behind them. Why do they, they, if this woman thinks that she's such a patriot, then why is she supporting a party that is dismantling democracy and sullying our name all over the world? That's rather be get in bed with tin pot dictators than stand up to, to what's right. At least the American president, as much as it could, it was hypocritical. Sure. But at least our history was our president would stand up to autocracy, would at least pretend. They wouldn't fight on the wrong side of fascism, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, corporatism, fine. Of course, we were all over the world making this world safe for corporate interests. But at least the president would give lip service to democracy. We don't even get that now with these fascists. That's how far we've fallen. This is how close we are to never being able to re restore what we had what we lost 
Either we do it now or it's done. I'm telling you guys. That's why it is so important right now to get this word out there. And give, give this woman, give me a break, lady. You're not a patriot. Get a clue, honey. Wearing a red, red white, and blue fashion catastrophe does not make you a patriot when you support someone who is not who is a disgrace a tax cheating draft dodging dictator envying con man with a fake university a vitamin scam fake uh everything fake from the word go he's not a real billionaire who uses our federal treasury like his own personal piggy bank Everywhere you look, corruption, 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 and that the corrupt always need their co-conspirators, and you are a goddamn dupe, lady. You're a dumbass. Oh, God. Yeah, they say uh, the only way evil triumphs is when good people do nothing. Well, how about idiots? It's also, it also triumphs when idiots do think they're doing something, I suppose. She likes being the host a parasit for, from which a parasite derives his, uh, his reason for being. That's what it, it is. That's what these rallies are. He's, what does he do? He stands there. He, he looks like this. He goes... Uh, he, he talks, he lets it rip. Oh, I hope he does the greatest hits. Lock her up. Fake news. Witch hunt. You think he'll do witch hunt? At the Tulsa rally? I love witch hunt. I love that one. And then they'll all turn around and boo the media who are who will be wearing masks. Of course, none of them will be wearing masks. And guess what? Thank you. I am so glad to hear that because, you know, Republicans who are disgusting human beings who are, well, they're not human. They're, they're poor excuses for humans. They, we have on this show, we've talked about how many of these Republicans have said, oh, it's, uh, uh, the, the COVID-19 is actually really good for America because, you know, we have a struggling social safety net. This is the same thing that they are saying in, in Brazil. All these fascist government, is it Brazil? What's, what's the one with Bolsonaro? Am I getting it confused now? Let me say yes. It's oh yes, Brazil. It is Brazil. Um, all this when I said that, I thought, oh, am I saying the right country? But uh, he he's saying the same thing in Brazil that Brazil's government aides are saying that COVID 19s toll on the country will reduce their pension deficit. That's why it's good. This is why it's good for everyone to just go about their business as usual, despite the, um, despite the fact that more people are dying. That's okay. This will help us because all that money that we don't have to pay these old fuckers who they're, they're just drains on the system, you see. 
after working their lifetime, they, there's no point to them anymore. They, they need to die. Let them die. Don't let them enjoy retirement. What's that? That retirement are that retirements for people like Jeff Bezos or the AT&T CEO who fired thousands of people just now in this latest round of unemployment and retire is retiring with a $270,000 a month pension for life. On top of his $30 million that he got a year for outsourcing and downsizing. So that's just one or two examples. But this lady? Come on, lady. Who? If you're, if you're, you're not paying your taxes, you're a... Uh, that, uh, what the fuck? I can't even talk. It's like... What are you talking about? These people, I, I can't. I can't handle it sometimes. The stupidity. Oh, yeah, we had to sign waivers all the time. Oh, you know, I'll get the flu. Let you get it, honey. I hope she gets it. I hope they all get it. Well, there's my... Why? I thought you were so tolerant. There goes your liberal tolerance again. Why do you got so much hate? I don't have hate. I love... I'm trying to work and work on having a functioning democracy that built built for all and works for all, despite you goddamn albatrosses around our national necks. And it's hard, constantly fighting against the ignorance. There's the thing, you know, that's why all fascists devalue the currency of truth, because in a functioning democracy... There is truth. We agree on facts. We agree on reality. That's why other countries, when I read on the last show, the list of the, the, this year's list, 2020's list of the happiest countries, you know, it breaks your heart because they are happy because they have trust in each other. They are a community. That's partly why they're happy. They're not as stressed out. They don't have to... That worry if they get sick are they going to be homeless are they going to be bankrupt they're not at each other's throats they're in it together there is a social contract that they have that's the meaning of a society it's not just to make the rich richer or at least it shouldn't be because that is not a functioning democracy and if we better really get a grip here Wearing an ugly red, white, and blue t-shirt does not make you a patriot when you're supporting a con man who is a tax cheat, a draft dodger, a democracy destroyer, an entire goddamn cabal of enablers, of ignorant bastards destroying this country. And yes, they are. And they're doing it deliberately. These are racists. They're homophobes. These are the worst people. They're greedy. This is the other thing because they, they exploit the worst aspects in the human condition, like racism, fear, um, homophobia, all the indifference, misogyny. They exploit that. Also, the rich can get richer. So, for the name of greed, they exploit the fissures of disunity. 
They they tickle racist funny bones. They, what I mean, you think this lady? How swift do you think this lady is? You think she's got? I really want to know, like what, where she's getting her information. Of course, she's watching Fox News nonstop. That's all. She thinks she's well informed. Everybody else is lying to her. So get the coronavirus, honey. I want her to get it. And I wonder, we know how Republicans only see the light when something affects them directly. You think she'll see the light after that? I'm not saying she's got to die, but uh, coronavirus is not a joke. I've known people that have had it, and I think one day at a time. I don't have it yet. Who knows? They say that by the time the coronavirus is through with us, over 70% of the American people will have had it or been, uh, what do you call it, develop it or uh, come in contact with it. I don't know. I live in a really hot zone for that. But so it's not over. It's not near near being over. It's going it's on the rise in many other states. But that doesn't mean it can't be on the rise here again in New York. But I have known people that have had it and they say it's not it's not a joke. So let her get it. She doesn't look that healthy to me. She looks like somebody that would be um adversely affected. It. She looks like she has a few pre-existing conditions of her own. And, uh, you know, young people have died of it. And it's not, you know, it's not the flu. It is not the flu. So go for it, lady. Will you see the light? We'll see. That's how Republicans are. They only see the light. And sometimes they don't ever see the light unless something affects them directly. They are the center of the universe. But let's see. Well, is there any more of this video? Thank you, Tim. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Always illuminating to ask people why they are doing something and whether they're working. Isn't that illuminating? Don't you feel illuminated by your encounter with that lady? She was, she really uh, was a scintillating guest. We always have to. This is what happens with the corporate media. They always got to check in with the Trump NZs. How are the Trump NZs doing? Before that, it was the teabaggers. You had five teabaggers get together on the um, the steps of the Supreme Court, and all the media would, all the corporate media would pounce. Meanwhile, there's all over. There's the opposition, the normal people. They don't interview us. They never interviewed me. They always interview the nuts, the kooks. Give them more legitimacy than they deserve. They give them they give them legitimacy. And trust me. Trust me, I'm not kidding, guys. We know this. History, when history looks back at this time, it will not be kind. Okay? It's not going to be kind to Trump Anzies, the MAGA morons, the maggots. The idiots, the useful idiots, they're not even useful. They're not useful. Why am I saying useful idiots? There's no use to them. She's 
that woman is, I feel bad for her. She really is someone, I mean, you don't have to go, you won't have to scratch the surface very far. She will, you know that she's on some kind of social assistance. She takes advantage of the social safety net somehow. She, uh, I don't know, I'm being whatever. The, the point is, we'll find it. Well, I mean, well, we won't find it. Let's say she's on, uh, you know, unemployment. She's on uh, Obamacare. They all, everywhere you look with them, there is, they are taking advantage of the society that liberals try to create for that, that made a little bit more um, humane. Try to, we, this is what we try to do, right? make a more perfect union. You can't have a more perfect union when you're leaving millions behind. They don't seem to get it. And that's why she's not a patriot. Because that bitch, you know, this is the other thing. She, would, she probably talks about, she would rather drink liberal tears. She really loves owning the libs, whatever that means. They like making libs upset. By being, being stupid, being a dupe of a con man. I don't know. <clears throat> oh, it's not his fault. It's all their fault. Everybody else's fault. They're picking on him. They're picking on Trump. If they only let him suck on our federal treasury like goddamn Jabba the Hutt, like a lamprey, like a leech that he is then everything would be great again. And, and they're just lying about him. Let's see. I wanted to look something up. <clears throat> hmm. Trump University playbooks. What is this? I was trying to find an ad for Trump University. I couldn't find it, though. How about the Trump Stakes advertisement? That's one that I know. Oh, my God. When it comes to great stakes, I've just raised the stakes. The Sharper Image is one of my favorite stores with fantastic products of all kinds. That's why I'm thrilled they agree with me. Trump steaks are the world's greatest steaks, and I mean that in every sense of the word. And the Sharper Image is the only store where you can buy them. Trump steaks are by far the best tasting, most flavorful beef you've ever had. Truly in a league of their own. Trump, Trump steaks are five-star five gourmet, quality that belong in a very, very select category of restaurant, and are certified Angus Beef Prime. There's nothing better than that. Of all of the beef produced in America, less than 1% qualifies for that category. It's the best of the best. Until now, you can only enjoy steaks of this quality in one of my resort restaurants or America's finest steakhouses, but now that's changed. Today, through the Sharper Image, you can enjoy the world's greatest steaks in your own home with family, friends, anytime. Trump steaks are aged to perfection to provide the ultimate in tenderness and flavor. 
If, if you, you like your steak, you'll, you'll absolutely love Trump, Trump steaks. steaks. Treat yourself to the very, very best life has to offer. And, and as a gift, Trump, Trump steaks are the best you can give. One bite and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. about. And, and believe me, I understand steaks. It's, it's my favorite food. And, and these are the best. That makes me want to weep for every cow that ever gave its life to be a Trump steak. Here's some of the reviews from Trump Steaks. Wait a minute. All right, Crystal, what's on your radar? Well, Twitter melted down yesterday after Van... Let me see. Someone just... An ad just went flying in my ears. Uh, let's see. Here's some of the actual reviews from Trump Steaks. Let me see. Let me get this. What was I thinking? One star. I guess I thought that for that price, Donnie was going to grill them for me. Not the best flavor at all. Sorry, I would have had. I would have had to say, save your hard-earned money and don't give it to Trump or QVC on this one. They were selling them on on uh, QVC. This is from 2007. Worst purchase ever. I ordered these hot dogs for my family and planned to serve them for summer foods for the kids. I tried one myself and couldn't believe how terrible they were. In fact, I found a piece of something hard in one, and that was enough for me. I had a refund back for the most awful dogs ever. I am planning to go back to the old cheap O's. Oh, oh Oscar Mayer wieners. Give me the cheap dogs any day. Dreadful pieces of meat for a high price. The taste and texture of the meat is subpar. It's hard to believe these are the same pieces that Trump eats. <laughs> of course they're not. Those poor cows. They don't deserve that. They never deserve to die for that. Of all things, you're going to die and be a disgusting piece of meat that somebody spits out? I opted for the collection pack. The hot dogs were not very good. The hamburgers were bland. The texture of the filet mignon was good, but they were dry, and they were cooked medium rare. The New York strips remain, which I will give a try. To get, Well, I will... Tr no, no, no. He writes, or she writes, the New York strip remains, which I will try to give away. Why don't you just give it to your dog at that point? Tell the Donald these are not the world's greatest steaks. Nothing in this collection seems to justify the asking price. Well, hello. All of the hype. The best, the greatest, the number one. But never delivers. And high price. At the, at the top dollar. You pay top dollar to go right into his pocket while he peddles shit into your mouth. Now the American people are literally eating shit because of Donald Trump allowed the FDA inspectors to, oh, well, this the meat that people are eating. I don't eat meat. That's another story. I won't get into it now. I get into it plenty enough. But they pulled all the FDA inspectors off the line so and allowed, he's through executive order, allowed the American meat supply to be... Uh, now, there used to be limits on feces, toenails, 
pig penises, pig vulvas, all this shit that you're not able to digest. Trump is allowing, and then they're saying that if there, it's not a if, it is a done deal. It's happening. 90% of the food supply <clears throat> is now tainted with, with stuff that people can't digest and will make people sick because they pulled the six inspectors off the slaughter line, the, the murder line, and they now self-report. That's always worked out well when corporations self-report. Hey, you got anything in there? You got any pig penises in the meat? Nope. Okay, good. Call you tomorrow. Got any shit? Got any any people eating shit? Nope. Okay, good. Bye. Make America great. See you later. Talk to you tomorrow. Very disappointing. I had ordered the sample pack. The hot dogs tasted odd. Well, that's probably pig penises you were tasting. I found out later that there's garlic in them. The filet was grainy like liver. That's well, probably because it was. Probably had intestine, all kinds of shit in there. All the stuff that they put in dog and cat food. The stuff that humans are not capable of digesting. That's why you get sick from it, motherfuckers. Excuse me, I know it's only 6.30. The steak burger was average. I ordered Kansas City meats, and all the time their meats blow Trump steaks away. Perhaps they could send Donald Trump a box. I have not yet tried the strip steak and probably won't. Do not like. I tried filet mignon. It was tender to cut, but after in my mouth, it became mealy. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I've tasted better hot dogs and steak burgers like Kansas City steak burgers and Nathan hot dogs. I think this product is overpriced. Yeah, you think? Get Angus beef locally and love them, but Trump steaks are greasy and tasteless. These burgers are tasteless, loaded with fat and messy to clean up after. Mr. Trump stated on the air that they were low in fat and would be helpful to anyone trying to watch their weight. This, he's a liar, you fucking morons back in 2007. Everything's a, a goddamn lie. It's like the Republican ideology. It's a fucking ruse. It's a lie. We love democracy. We love America. Well, look, look at us. Look at our shirt. Look at our red, white, and blue shirt. We love America, don't you know? While you're like, wow, this doesn't seem like the actions of people who love America. Supporting a con man who received fewer votes and dealing with autocrats. Doing backroom deals, making our military land their planes close to his tacky hotel so he can suck up the profit out of our federal treasury. This doesn't seem like the actions of a patriot. What's going on here? So weird. They wear so many red, white, and blue shirts, though. It's so bizarre. <sighs> I'm no stranger to Angus beef and high-quality lean cuts of meat having a butcher in the family. I believe his burgers are not what they say they are. That's so strange. You think he's a con man? That's weird. I was very disappointed with these burgers. They are really greasy and have no flavor. Overpriced, just gross. Buy Kansas City steak, 
products instead. Instead, nothing but grease and the shrinkage is astonishing. Bought both steak and burgers, would not purchase again. No redeeming qualities. Well, that's what you want in your food supply. Absolutely no redeeming qualities. Why is this unfocused now? What's going on here? Don't tell me the camera's going to bug out again. Ew. Want to see something gross? Look. Ew. Just. Ew. I have to push that fork right in his fucking mouth. Uh, that's somebody. That's a cow it going into his mouth. That's a, a loving little creature that was born and loved its mother. And this fucking page. Uh, I'm gonna eat corpses. Fucking walking dumb dead bastards. Greedy ghouls. Oh, I wanna come. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, keep... Well, we'll see what happens at the rally, as Trump would always say. Let's see what happens. That's how much... Republicans hate America. They hate their, the dupes. They hate them. They want them to die. It doesn't matter. There's no skin off their ass if the people die. I'm all for it. Go for it then. Show your love, Lamprey. Follow Twitler over the cliff, dum-dums. Speaking of, all right, so we were talking about the unemployment. I wanted, I came across this article. Uh, this is one of my other missions of the show. Why, uh, just to spread the news that the American dum-dums are the only dum-dums out of work in the pandemic. How the rest of the world seems to be able to keep their dum-dums employed. Not here, because we're nothing but a, we're a shell of a functioning democracy. We're not a functioning democracy. And we are run, a nation of sheep run by wolves who don't fear the American people. They're starting to fear them now because some of the American people aren't taking it anymore. But I'm here to hope, to focus the American people, those who are in the streets, the normal people, into understanding, and many of them do, that it's not just about some nice police on the, or, or some uh, trickling down some NAACP scholarships on a couple of people, that the whole system has to change. And when that system change is, we will have, we can have a functioning system that works for all, and we will still be, a, we will still have to endure sharing the same air with idiots, but they won't have power as it should be. You never give idiots power. That's why everything has to be reformed from top to bottom, including the Electoral College. That's for damn sure. And including this effing Supreme Court. I don't care what happened. Oh, we had some nice decisions. Some two things went our way. On one temporarily, we'll see what happens. The fight never ends. But that doesn't change the fact that Neil Gorsuch and Samuel Alito and Kavanaugh 
are illegitimate. And Roberts, too. All these illegitimate, well, first, especially Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. Of uh, Roberts and Alito, they are illegitimate, too, because they were appointed by a president who also received fewer votes. It's about time we keep hounding and pounding that fact. We're in the majority. Conservatives are not. They are illegitimate, and, all, and thereby, what they do is illegitimate. And that's why they have to stuff the courts with their illegitimate flunkies to cover the asses of the elites and pull up the ladder behind them. And uh, especially what Mitch McConnell did by stuffing, by blocking um, this, uh, this uh, you know, what's his name, Merrick Garland, when even the Republicans said, well, if Obama, if he proposed uh, someone like Merrick Garland, we would be able to go along with that. Yet there he goes. Of course, that's what Obama does. He was, he's, because he's not a liberal. He was never a liberal. Oh, look here. He wanted to play nice with the fascists. Oh, well, uh, the fever will break. Remember him, Obama was saying that the fever, um, they'll, they'll come along. Man, what's going on here? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Holy shit. I just got a text from somebody that I, I do the... Fuck. I do the TNR. There are kittens. There's new kittens. That's bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have to get them. Get them and adopt them. Let me show you what I'm looking at. I just got a text from somebody who is... We feed these cats. I can't really tell you where because... Someone mentioned to me once, one of the people that I do the TNR, the trap, neuter, and release with, said, if you mention where these cats live, that other people might dump their cats there or their animals, and that's not good. Ew, you don't want to see that. Let me see. She just sent me this. There are two kittens. Holy shit. They look young enough to get. Holy shit. Anybody want to adopt two kittens? Oh, they're beautiful. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Yeah, we need, we need to get these cats out of there before they're old enough, before they turn feral, while they're still young enough to adopt out but obviously one of the cats in there is breeding that's not good look she's beautiful little cats though with blue eyes black cat with blue eyes another little gray tabby makes me want to cry Jesus Christ it never ends this the struggle never ends 
I gotta get some. I gotta do something about this. Now I'm thoroughly distracted. Holy shit. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Alright. Let's see. Let's... What time is it? Okay. I just want to read this one article. A couple of things before I go. Uh, Europe has kept down... This is from the Washington Post. Europe has kept down pandemic unemployment and the U.S. hasn't. Here's why. For the first time in the... Uh, for the fr- blah, 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 blah. Rewind. For the first time, the U.S. government is subsidizing companies to hold on to their workers. However, the Paycheck Protection Program that Congress passed to fight employment to fight unemployment in the coronavirus economic crisis is having trouble delivering benefits. Its first round of funds was quickly exhausted. And this is an article by Anki Hassel and Kathleen Thielen. Congress's new bills will add more funds, but the problem goes deeper. To understand what's going on, it's helpful to understand how European governments approach the same problem through short work time, STW, policies. The PPP program in the United States is plausibly more generous than, than, uh, than those uh, in its European equivalents. However, it's having a harder time fighting unemployment. That's both because of its design and because of the U.S. government's weakness. Here's what you need to know. The PPP is supposedly to address the crisis faced by American workers by loaning funds to small and medium-sized businesses. Those businesses are then supposed to use the loans to keep paying workers and other basic operating costs. According to the bill, the United States will forgive the loan if businesses use it for payroll costs, mortgage interest, rents, utility payments, so long as the borrowing firm keeps the same number of workers. The program's rollout has been rough. Small businesses complain they're having difficulty applying and receiving the funds. Some banks that were supposed to distribute the funds imposed additional eligibility rules, prioritized their richer and better established clients. The program quickly exhausted its initial $349 billion budget. And despite the program, 22 million American workers applied for unemployment benefits in the last month, the biggest spike in unemployment numbers since the Great Depression. And this is after Trump announced, oh, we're on our way back. We're, you know, it's all bullshit, as we know. Oh, everything's looking great. We're back. We're going back. It's all this pent up, pent up. Europe is adopting a different approach. What are called short-term work policies directly compensate workers for when their hours are reduced. That lets firms avoid layoffs and their associated costs by instead reducing employees' hours. These policies aren't new. Germany has them for decades, using them in economic downturns to compensate workers whose hours are reduced by paying between 60 and 87% of the earnings of their net earnings lost and more if they're covered by collective bargaining agreements so the companies will cut their hours but the government pays fills in the gap nobody is losing their jobs 
It's not like they have to rush and get um, through, run up, all through the private red tape set up by different banks that are distributing these funds. It's ridiculous the way it's done here because the, uh, the, the conservatives do not believe in government. But government has a goddamn role to play. And you see what's happening. The government is failing because it is run by scumbags and fascists and con men. And people have no business being anywhere near the halls of power. Oh, God. Let's just get to the end. PPP was rolled out alongside a separate aid package that expended unemployment insurance benefits, including an extra, an additional 600 a week of federal support through d- July. The programs compete. If you're a worker in a small firm, you might be attracted by the security of the empl- unemployment insurance benefits that will last far longer than the PPP's two months. That's especially true if you are badly paid to begin with, in which case unemployment benefits plus the 600 a week might give you more money than you would earn if you were employed, which is fucking ridiculous. And it goes to show you how little the American worker is treated with respect. We are not respected. And I think it was AOC that made the point. If the unemployment benefits are paying people more than they're getting paid through their job. That's not the problem of the unemployment benefits. It is a problem of our, uh, of workers being paid. They should be paid more, especially when companies are profitable, when we have corporations with stock prices through the roof. And they have CEOs that are being compensated 30 million, 40 million, 25 million a goddamn year. How about you slice um, three quarters off of that and give that back to the workers? They'll still be rich. Your CEO will still be making buku bucks, but they'll be. Money um, will be spent in the economy, and the American people might be able to live. Maybe one job will be able to support a family, and they'll have a couple of days off, and they'll have a vacation, a decent life. Not just to be nothing but a working goddamn worker bee. So some bankster uh, can what? Ride us to the bank? That's it. That, so, so one person can have a fucking amazing life and go to Mars and the rest of us struggle in our three uniquely American low-paying jobs and never retire until we drop effing dead because we've been cutting our diabetes medicine in half. Most important, PPP program is not administered directly by the government, but through loans channeled through private banks. Putting private lenders in charge of distributing a finite pool of money set off an entirely predictable scramble, creating administrative hurdles and letting banks determine who gets the money and who does not. In contrast, STW, 
which is the European version. What does it stand for again? Short-term work. And I lost my place. That's annoying. I'm sorry. In contrast, STW in Germany does not compete with unemployment benefits. It immediately subsidizes wages. That is very attractive to businesses that would otherwise have to give notice before laying off workers and continue paying wages during a notice uh, during the notice period, which may be up to seven months. Moreover, and crucially, STW is a general legal entitlement. The government has to subsidize all firms and workers that fulfill the criteria for support. Unlike their U.S. equivalents, German firms aren't fighting over a limited pool of funds. Are we, are we dumb? I guess we are. It's not that we're dumb. It's that we are corrupt and bought and sold by the same people that want to make it make sure that it remains that way. They're doing fine. They're doing great. They're doing more than fine. But it's not working for the majority. And I have to ask again, how much longer are we going to take it? How much longer? Seriously, how much longer? That's why I'm here. I ask that all the time. We're the only... The only uh, country that deals with this, and you're not hearing this on the corporate media. That's a disgrace. So before we go, because I got to deal with this cat situation, and uh, see what's going on with that. I, I, I wanted to bring up Bolton. And just point out that he's a goddamn traitor, too. Where was he during the impeachment? He didn't want to come forward with all the information he has. So he's saying now, he said to ABC News, how Trump is unfit. He thought that all along. You know, every federal employee has to take an oath. I took an oath. When I was in the National Guard, you take an oath to protect and defend and defend the government, the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Every federal employee takes an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Depending on your role, different federal employees take different oaths, but you're taking an oath to the Constitution, protect and defend the Constitution. John Bolton, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind, he, he took an oath. Is that oath to protect and defend Donald F. and Trump or his book sales? This is who these people are. They would never speak up. This, in a different time, in a different circumstance, John Bolton would be the Vichy French administrator. Of course he would. It's all about him. How does he fare? How did he manage? Is this good for him? How dare he not come forward with the information he knew? And according to John Bolton, he will... Uh, Twitler asked 
the Chinese president, you know, the dictator of China, not the president, to buy more soybeans to help him to help his election. So yet again, of course he did. He went to a foreign autocrat who hates America, who hates democracy, to help him with his campaign. It's not about America. It's about Donald Trump. He wants, he needs to keep control of the suckers, the dupes. Is he doing anything? Is he helping the country? You see what happened. We have two million Americans and counting sick with the coronavirus, and it's only going to get worse. 100,000, well, 100, how many people have, are died, are, are died, <laughs> are deadies? How many are, are dead now because of this fucker? Let's see, dead. It's, I don't need to be so flippant about it. These are human beings. These are people's fathers, mothers, daughters, sisters, brothers. Pain. The United States. Hmm. New York City has how many deaths in the United States? Oh, 120,000. It's it went up. 22 million wait wait, wait this is how many have it. 2 million 2.23 million. Worldwide, it's 8.24 million. So we have a, uh, a quarter of the world's cases. We overall, throughout the world, 446,000 have died. And we have 120,000 dead. So what percent is that? What percent? Let's see. I'm not good at math. Four, let's see, what is 120? 120 is of, hmm. That is 26.9%. Of the of all the death is in the United States, so one quarter of the death of it, it's the 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 statistics are staggering. The failure is complete. It is it is so baffling and beyond belief that anyone what that anybody even a dumb bitch like that woman in the stu ugly sh red white and blue shirt, a di an idiot like that. Will vote for this monster. The, no dignity, no de no decency. It's not his fault. No, whose fault is it? What if Obama was in the White House? Well, who do you think they would be saying is their fault? And Obama had a hundred and twenty thousand Americans dead in two months. We knew it was going to suck, but there go the Republicans. They. Continue to exceed expectations. 
you think that they have gotten when you just think we've hit bottom they there goes a trap door opening and we fall another 50 levels down in Dante's inferno of hell Jesus Christ Trump is unfit to be president now you tell us Bolton how dare you in Reuters, the article says, Trump unfit to be U.S. president. Democrat Pelosi and conservative Bolton agree. Donald Trump came under attack from both sides of the American political spectrum. Well, you know what? Fuck you, John Bolton. F you. Excuse my language. So early in the day. Well, in the evening. How dare you, you traitor. How dare you count your book sales more than what you could have done. Not only was Twitler twisting the arm or, uh, of the Ukrainians to dig up dirt on a political rival, he was also going to our autocratic rivals, you know, his friends to get them to interfere in our election, too. These pigs. No offense to pigs. So Pelosi said, President Trump is clearly unethically unfit and intellectually unprepared to be the president of the United States, Pelosi, the Speaker of the U.S. House, said in a news briefing. In a new book, Bolton, the former National Security Advisor, has a accused the Republican president of sweeping misdeeds, including explicitly seeking President Chinese President Xi, Xi Jinping's aid to win re-election in November. I'm only getting annoyed because I, I say it too, because that's what, I don't know, uh, that's what everybody says. But we have to stop saying President Xi, dictator Xi. What? What's wrong with the corporate media? That's what's wrong with it. That's why I ask you to be a patron and support the real liberal media. Because even Reuters.com seeking ex uh, says explicitly seeking Chinese President Xi's aid. Why would you frame it like that? Just say what it is. He's a dictator. President for life is not a president. He's not elected. He's a friggin' autocrat. I don't think he's fit for office, Bolton told ABC News in part of the interview aired on Thursday. Well, that'll be tonight. I don't think he's fit for office. Was he fit a few months ago when the Senate, uh, I mean, when the House was impeaching him? Here's a clip from that interview. Putin thinks he can play him like a fiddle. Uh, I think Putin is uh, smart, tough. I think he sees that uh, he's not faced with a serious adversary here. I don't think he's worried about Donald Trump. When you're dealing with somebody like Putin who has made his life understanding Russia's strategic position in the world uh, against Donald Trump, who doesn't enjoy reading about these issues or learning about them, uh, uh, it's a very difficult position for America to be in. Can you believe that? He's unfit. He's being played. Of course he is. He, and Bolton knew that. And he watched the impeachment unfold and said nothing because he had a book coming out. Wait, hold on. 
I'm just talking to my the about the cats. I gotta probably sign off. People are texting me about these cats, these poor kittens. But that's the point. He um. That's John Bolton, another self see uh, another self seeking, self dealing, self aggrandizing, selfish traitor to this country. Not a patriot. I don't care how many made in China American flag lapel pins he has on his collar. This is a traitor. He had a duty. To go in front of the Congress and, and blow the whistle on Twitter. If he knew he was unfit, how dare you? How dare anybody buy his book now? He's unfit, too. We always knew that he was a warmonger. But he's also a traitor. He had a duty to go in front of the Congress and, and to expose what he knew. That he, that he saw Twitler being played constantly and incessantly and how appallingly ignorant he is and how he couldn't give a shit about the American people or the American experiment. God. God help us. Well, that's why I ask for your support and I thank you for your support. Because we're up against it, and we are in this together. We are up against it. That's what we are up against. Bolton, likes of Bolton, and the likes of the corporate media that refuse to call them out. That would go all, keep going with the ruse, the game. <sighs> all right, guys, I want to thank you for hanging out tonight. That's, uh, yeah, we, uh, we went on the air at 4.30 p.m. today just to do something different and maybe find some new listeners and patrons and supporters and, and everybody. But we also found you guys, not just the new ones, we got this, the regular ones, the, the um, you know, the rock the rocks of this program that keep us going. So I want to thank you all for meeting me whenever uh, we do a show. I want to do as many shows as I possibly can. Because why? Why not? We have to. There's, it never stops. We need the show to be a daily show. Whether you are able to watch the show on a daily basis, but you will always have a show to to lean on and turn to. That's my hope and dream that we will build, keep building the community and more importantly, get the word out about the remedies that we need to fix this country. It's not, it's not simple. I mean, it's not, uh, it's simple, but not easy. It's not a big mystery either. But we have to cut through the bullshit and grow the platform, grow the channel until what we talk about is the definition of patriotism because it is the definition. It's not wearing an ugly red, white, and blue shirt and being a lickspittle of a con man. It is standing up 
for e pluribus unum, for having the emotional, spiritual, intellectual capacity to understand that everybody in, nobody out, is the only American way. We move forward together. Economic justice is racial justice. It is the remedy we need to fix this broken kiss-up-kiss-down system that has the American people suffering and struggling in a system, in an economy that is more unequal than it was in ancient Rome. The American people, the most unhappy they've been in 50 years because the game is rigged. It has been rigged against us. Don't, it's not you, it's them. So thank you all for your support and hanging out. Maybe, who knows, we'll see what happens tomorrow. It's already Thursday. And then we have our regularly scheduled show on Fridays. I mean, on <laughs> where am I talking about? On Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And Bob Kincaid will be on the show this Saturday night. Bob Kincaid from Head On Radio Network. And the week following that, we'll have Ron Pancone on the show. And then, of course, we'll have Poppy Champlin, who, who knows when she'll pop in. Poppy will be popping. And then there's me. We have me, Tara Devlin. My name is Tara Devlin. That's right. That's me. We are in this together. I want to thank you all. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. Thank you all for your super chats. And I want to thank you, Greg, of course, for being the number one fan. I would like if you want to compete with Greg and be the number one fan, just try. Try it. Okay? See if you can do that. I have no idea. That's going to be tough. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you, Covert White Rabbit. Thank you for all of your ed. I'm looking at the old Super Chats on the Twitter feed. And we will get together very soon. In the meantime, remember, we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you very much. We stick together. We win. And we will win. I will see you very soon. <laughs>